Hello and welcome to On Board with Cruise Passenger, a podcast series for people who choose to cruise and those considering a cruise holiday. I'm Rose Jacobs from Cruise Passenger Magazine and top of my bucket list for a new Aussie cruise destination this year is Kangaroo Island in South Australia. And I'm Peter Lynch, editor of Cruise Passenger Magazine and for 2020 I'm excited about the spectrum of the seas visiting Sydney. I'm hoping she'll stay. Mm. And I'm Bernadette Chua, Cruise Passengers content editor. This year I'm really looking forward to sailing on Richard Branson's first cruise ship, the Scarlet Lady. Mm. And today we have a fantastic competition where you can win a seven-day MSC cruise sailing in the Mediterranean. So that includes flights, and we'll give you more information about it later on the podcast. Well, welcome back, everyone, to our latest podcast, and what a start to the year we have had. In our last podcast, we spoke about how the bushfires have ravaged Australia, and now coronavirus has affected the travel industry also. Yes, it's Mm. been a challenging start for sure, but there is an upside for Australians. More cruise ships and an extended cruising season, and more of that later. Sounds exciting. But just recently, we saw the birth of a brand new cruise line. Mm. Uh, So billionaire bad boy and entrepreneur Sir Richard Branson launched his very own cruise line. Virgin Voyages Scarlet Lady promised to tear up the cruise rule book (laughs) and come with a ship designed for the non-cruiser. I love it. It's Mm. it's sort of been coined rebellious luck. (laughs) Classic Richard Branson, a man who actually admits he's never cruised. Mm. So now he claims he's always wanted to start a cruise line as only Branson could do. And, And... What do we know about the Scarlet Lady so far? I think the name suggests she might be a little bit naughty. Oh, she's virgin (laughs) on the ridiculous, I'd say. (laughs) Very good, Peter. Yes, naughty with good reason. There are rock star suites, tattoo parlours, drag queens everywhere, thumping (laughs) night music, and even a ice cream bar called Lick Me Till I Scream. That's awful. Ice cream. That is horrible. I I also heard that they have a signature fragrance on board. Yes. Um, It's called Smells Like Ship. Oh, God. And only $50 a bottle. (laughs) Are you sure you didn't think of these puns, Peter? (laughs) So besides from being a little bit cheeky, she's also aimed at millennials and there's a a big focus on fitness. So she's got an expansive thermal suite and a mudroom. Plenty of fitness programs and regimes, and there's even a boxing ring on the outdoor deck. Yes, you'll find me in the mudroom. But what I'm looking forward to is the shake for a champagne app. Yes, just shake your phone and a waiter will track you down on the ship and deliver a glass or a bottle of Moet Chandon. I'll take the bottle. Yes. Pretty interesting sounding app. But while she's been highly anticipated in the cruising world, our European editor Sue Bryant spent a night on the ship. She said there were a couple of things that weren't as hot as she was expecting. Ooh, pray tell, Rosie. Well, for starters, she said that the pool, which is usually where I would like to hang out, is incredibly tiny and it has this large surrounding deck area. So it sounds a bit more like it's popular for those posing rather than actually swimming. (laughs) Mm, Sounds like some pool envy going on there. Mm -hmm. She also said the cabins are not so luxurious, despite a price tag of $3,000, which comes with Virgin. Odd layouts and a tiny bathroom, she says. 
I'm not a big fan of the shower curtain sticking to me while I'm having a rinse, oh, and I think anyone watching height. me wouldn't be either. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> but on the plus side, later this year, Richard Branson will be hosting his 70th birthday mm. on The Scarlet Lady, so you can only kind of imagine what a roaring wild party that would be. Except, I don't think yeah, Sue will be getting not, an invite. It's not in fitting with the age demographic that he's pitching for. He'll be the oldest man on the ship. <laughs> now, speaking of parties, Australian cruisers have something to celebrate this week. While coronavirus has impacted many parts of the travel industry, including cruise, we will see an extended Australian wave season and lots of lines move their ships down under. Mm. Actually, Peter, I have heard that lines like Princess Cruises and Cunard have extended their seasons right up until May. Mm, indeed. This is quite exciting. The Sapphire Princess is going to remain in Australian waters for an entire year. With the announcement of a full Australian circumnavigation, 171 ports of call, 19 maiden calls into WA, South Australia, Victoria and more. This is huge. Mm. Regional ports like Geraldton and Exmouth in WA, Phillip Island in Victoria, they'll all be benefiting from the extra tourism that these maiden visits will bring. Mm. Something else I heard, though. So, speaking of Royal Caribbean, they said they'll be bringing the Spectrum of the Seas, which was originally Ooh. based in Asia, um, down to Australia for some very special cruises for the Fireys who battled the blazes in December through to February. So yes. Really nice, hey? Absolutely. And I know the Spectrum of the Seas well because I've sailed her. She's big, beautiful, and there's lots to do. And the Fireys are being allowed to invite their families. In fact, they're expecting up to 7,000 Fireys to take advantage of these free cruises. This is a real feel-good outcome. With any luck, these Fireys will be able to take up that opportunity and step aboard for some well-deserved relaxation. And let's not forget the announcement that luxury cruise line Cunard is going to spend an extra 60 days in Australian waters with their ship, Queen Elizabeth. Cruise Passengers Newsletter broke the story exclusively. It's officially the longest cruise season ever in Australia, which has so many benefits for Australian travellers. In fact, we're hoping it could happen again. Ooh, and the Queen Elizabeth has a capacity for 2,200 passengers. So let's just put that in perspective if you think about Cunard plus the Royal Caribbean Spectrum of the Seas and the Sapphire Princess. That's thousands more cabins available for Aussies to take advantage of. Not just thousands, but 11,200 by my count. And yes, beyond the ships themselves, the ports of call are opening up too. We mentioned the extra maiden calls for the Sapphire Princess, and the Queen Elizabeth has announced 29 visits around Australia, which includes places like Kangaroo Island and South Australia. Mm. Actually, we spoke with the mayor of Kangaroo Island, Michael Pengilly, in our last podcast. Indeed. And he was so enthusiastic about what this extra tourism will mean for places like them, especially while they are in recovery from the effects of those bushfires. Yeah, I mean, they really do need the extra tourism, don't mm. they? And because of how last minute these announcements were, I guess keen cruisers who might have had what cruises cancelled in like the near future can bag some fantastic bargains. Fantastic indeed. Mm. The Sapphire Princess, it's just $76 a person a night. Just think about that. What? That's three meals, entertainment, and sure stopovers, $76. You couldn't get a hotel that cheap, no. and I really, not for that. Yeah. Just yeah. the no meals way. alone. I know. Yeah. Wow. There is, 17 night there is a 17 night itinerary from Sydney to Perth visiting destinations like Geraldton and Cairns 
Cairns. Departing Perth on the 8th of June, fares start from 1,299 a person. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Yeah. Uh, but uh, hang on, I've actually got a better one. Ooh, Here ooh. we go. $66 what? per night with Cunard. Cunard? Mm. Yeah. Sailing from Sydney <laughs> and calling in at a number of iconic Aussie ports. The Queen Elizabeth will be sailing on a 27-night cruise from Sydney, visiting places like Brizzy, Cairns, Darwin, Fremantle, Bustleton, and my favourite, Kangaroo <laughs> Island. This cruise departs on the 12th of April and is priced from 1000 1799 per person twin share. Wow. If you've ever fancied trying the royal treatment, that's the cruise for you. These ports calls in Western Australia sound right up my alley. I haven't seen much of Western Australia, to be honest, mm. but I was lucky enough to swim with the whale sharks at Ningaloo Reef. Oh, that's one for my bucket mm. list, definitely. Oh, me too. And because it's part of our backyard, I really want to discover some more of these areas. And these cruises are a great chance for everyone like me. And in fact, here today to tell us a little bit more about Western Australia is Tom Benson from Cruise and Maritime Voyages. Yeah, Tom. Now, CMV, as they are more fondly known, regularly cruise around this region and have fantastic itineraries coming out. They're also known for their traditional British cruising style. <laughs> so that that... Yorkshire pudding with every meal. I <laughs> That's not such a bad thing, right, Peter? No, no, it's a good thing. It's a good thing. So aside from the Yorkshire pudding, <laughs> <laughs> this makes them a favourite among the Brits. Yes. And it's also fast becoming a favourite amongst us. Very much so. Hi, Tom. Hey, Tom. Good, how are you? Awesome. Thank you for joining us today. And we're excited, actually, because we know that CMV is very much a leader in Australian waters for that traditional cruising style all around our own backyard. Could you tell us what it is that makes CMV so popular for Aussies that are wanting to cruise around Australia? Yeah, well, I mean, I think it's hard to sort of pinpoint it down to one particular aspect because there's a few things that people tend to love about cruising with CMV. Um, And one of them is definitely the size of our ships. So they generally tend to be sort of small to mid-size, carrying between 800 and 1,400 guests um, on each ship. So that tends to create this really relaxed home-from-home country club atmosphere um, when you're traveling on board. So, you know, you get to know the waiters and they get to know your drink orders. You get to know your fellow guests. And there's none of this sort of getting lost on board. You, you feel really um, comfortable and relaxed um, in the different public spaces and lounges. So important, um, I isn't think it? also... Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And, um, you know, people are looking more and more for that, um, you know, that, that comfortable atmosphere as well on board, yeah. that level of familiarity mm. um, and not getting lost when they're traveling around the ship. But I think also um, being able to travel to a whole range of different destinations um, with no fly options as well. Yeah. Um, so being able to get on and get off in um, your own um, backyard or your own port of call um, makes it really, really convenient. So, you know, it's just a, a train ride or a mm. car ride down to the port and, uh, yeah, there's no flights involved there plus, as well. Plus, Tom, I'm guessing that having a ship that size means that you can actually access some of these smaller ports that the larger ships wouldn't be able to get to. Absolutely. So, I mean, uh, with Vasco da Gama, when she uh, did her inaugural season here in, in Australia this uh, past summer, we saw that she was able to get into some of those smaller ports, as you say, like Wallaroo mm. was a world first for um, cruise and maritime voyages this summer. Um, but also, you know, 
ports like Kangaroo Island, um, ports like Phillip Island we've got coming up as well, um, and over into um, Broome and Exmouth as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what have been, I guess, the most popular destinations in Australia at the moment for Aussie cruises? Yeah, I mean, uh, again, it, it really does vary. Um, we've got Broome and the Kimberley Coast. That seems to be in hot demand mm-hmm. at the moment. Um, you know, again, getting up into that, that northwestern region of Australia uh, and seeing some of that really untouched scenery up there is absolutely magical. Um, but then also getting down into Tasmania and seeing those mm. really rugged coastlines and you know, the, the rainforests and the mountainous um, areas that we've got down there as well, they tend to be um, really, really popular. Um, but then also, you know, our close to home cruising, our shorter cruises out of Adelaide and, and uh, Fremantle as well are, are absolutely going gangbusters as well. So down into Esperance and Albany and, you know, our SA Icons cruises to Kangaroo Island and oh, Lincoln okay. and Wallaroo are, you know, going fantastically as well. You were on standby to uh, perform a rescue at Kangaroo at one stage, isn't that right? That's right, yeah. So, I mean, we were scheduled to call at KI that day. Um, but, you know, obviously there was um, some concerns about the, the magnitude of the bushfires over there. So we, we had to abort the call on the advice of um, the CFS and the Port Authority. Um, but we actually continued to KI and anchored off the shore in case they needed us. Just for in case you had to turn the shore excursion into a shore excursion for the people on board. <laughs> uh, are there any yeah, that's right. <laughs> Are there any new ports on your agenda? Because new ports seem to be the thing that's pulling Australians into this kind of cruising. Absolutely. I mean, um, as I sort of mentioned, this season um, we've refreshed our itineraries quite a bit um, from the seasons gone by, you know, again, to celebrate the new ship arriving in Australian waters. So we reintroduced ports like um, Broome and Geraldton, um, visited Portland and Phillip Island over in Victoria mm. for the first time. Lovely. Um, hey, and Wallaroo was a world first for us. Tom, I have to say as well, it's not just these new itineraries and destinations, but I believe you have two new ships on the agenda for 2021. Am I right? That's right. We're very excited to welcome uh, Amy Johnson on Ida Pfeiffer to our global fleet for sure. And they're named after two very famous female explorers. That's right, yeah. I mean, all of our ships are named after um, famous explorers, but we thought it was time that we celebrated some of the achievements of um, some of the female explorers uh, around the world as well. So that that actually increases your range of offers, right? Because now you can offer the Northern Lights, for instance. That's right. So... Um, uh, Amy Johnson, for instance, some of her itineraries, um, we've got a Northern Lights cruise over that combines uh, some calls into Greenland and to Iceland, but also to Canada um, and New England there as well. So, you know, there's some really, really um, interesting longer voyages. Um, and again, some of these are down to demand um, from our guests. So we're always listening to what our guests are looking for and what we're um, what they're wanting to, to experience with CMV, so um, being able to introduce our Northern Lights cruises, but also reintroduce cruises through the Black Sea um, cool. have been really, mm. really popular with our guests there as well. Oh, nice. Well, I'm sorry to bring it back down under, but what's happening with the current fleet in Australia? 
Uh, so Vasco da Gama is currently on her way back to Northern Europe. She'll be working for a few oh. months for our German sister company. <laughs> I was I aboard. Know, I, she's lovely. Her farewell. Yeah, great ship. Yeah, she is. She is. She's lovely. Um, but we'll be welcoming her back uh, to Australian waters in late November this year, so not too long to go, mm, um, where she'll do another season out of um, Adelaide and Fremantle with a couple of cruises in and out of Sydney and Singapore there as well. So um, this season we'll be introducing a few new ports of calls, so Geelong, mm. um, Darwin and Port Arthur over in Tasmania, which yeah. we're very excited right. about. Right, yeah. Um, and we're just in the midst of looking at our following season as well. So there'll be lots more to look at for Planning that. Planning well um, ahead. Hey, Tom, I have yeah, to ask as right. well for any of our listeners today who really want to jump on board and maybe snap up a good deal with CMV. Have you guys got anything really good happening? Yeah, I mean, at the moment we have uh, buy one, get one half price going right. uh, on some yeah. of our Vasco da Gama cruises. So for the upcoming summer, there's great opportunity there to make some significant savings. That's great, though, That's right. seriously, yep. for that traditional product. It's yep. really, yeah. Exactly. No doubt many people are going to jump on board with that one. But, Tom, that's pretty much everything from uh, from us with our chat for you today. Thank you so much for joining us. Thanks yeah, thank a lot, you, Tom. Tom. No worries at all. Thanks very much for having us. Talk to you soon. Well, actually, I have to say, I think that's not a bad deal from CMV. It's such a great cruise line for that traditional cruising experience around Aussie's favourite hotspots. Mm, absolutely. Definitely. So now, since you guys have been waiting so patiently, here are the details of our fabulous competition. <laughs> yes, you can win a seven-night cruise for two with MSC, sailing in the Mediterranean. It includes return economy flights with Qatar, one of the world's great airlines. I love Qatar. And this is valued at $7,298. So to enter and go in the draw to win this cruise, simply go to cruisepassenger.com.au forward slash competitions. So make sure you enter. But now, as we wrap up another fabulous onboard podcast, it wouldn't be complete without Peter's fabulous cruise joke. Oh, yes. Please tell me you found something better. Uh, it Look, it's a <laughs> fabulous one. This one, a boat carrying red paint crashes into a boat carrying blue paint. Oh, no. Unfortunately, the passengers and crew were marooned. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I like that one. Burns Hello, not Okay. Foghorn. Better luck next Foghorn. time. <laughs> oh dear. But that's it for On Board with Cruise Passenger yeah, this you can't week. Beat that. Check out our website, <laughs> cruisepassenger.com.au, and don't forget that competition. Sign up for our digital newsletter. And from all of us at Cruise Passenger, thank you for listening. Thank See you. Ya. See you next time. Bye.